1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity Murder podcast. I'm your host, Alvin Williams. Alongside me, as always, is my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What's going on, man? Not a thing, man. It seems that we have once again entered the uh, mass shooting cycle for the 18th time this year. Um, By mass shooting cycle, I saw a post on Facebook that kind of summed it up perfectly about how this one's going to go. Like, they've gone this year, last year, every year. And the cycle goes as such It goes goes mass shooting Thoughts and prayers Facebook debates And then everyone forgets Congress does nothing And then silence Until the next one And again I try not to get into The gun debate Because I do believe you should be able to own a gun To protect your house And I believe that if you like to hunt To get your food You should be able to go do that But being able to like assault rifles and submachine guns and all these different kind of weapons I just don't see a point for them to be in society but the problem is the streets have already been flooded with the weapons so they're just being recycled by people that sell guns personally people that sell guns illegally gun stores whatever you know th- the guns are just being pr- it's business mm-hmm. it's the same way when you go to Sam's Club they got you know six billion boxes of Rice Krispie Treats it's now become a business to make guns and the guns have to go somewhere So there's not really much you can do about it, but at the same time, for the argument that I've heard to be, well, those kids in Florida, they would have been safe if the teachers had guns or if there was more security guards at the school with guns. I don't want to live in a world where there needs to be security guards at an elementary school and my kid needs to see a guy in army clothes with an AR-15 at the front door when they walk into school it feels like that's the climate that we're in and it's going that way, but, like, that just doesn't... That's not the society I want to live in. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, um... Uh. I figured this was going to come up, but it's like, for me, you may look at it different because I have a child. Yeah. So, I heard about it and I was like, this shit again, it's like... It's outrageous and it's like, um... I don't, I don't want to hear about gun control. I just don't want to hear about it because... What, what matter doesn't it, it doesn't make it doesn't make a difference to me, cause it's like you're talking about gun control and people should have guns and all this stuff, but it's like, or you or it's like guns should be off the street. It doesn't matter. People, if you want, if I want to get a gun, I'll get one. Yeah. If somebody wanted to get one, they get one regardless. You can get one from the streets.
1: But but should we have such a like defeatist attitude? Just be like, well, nothing you can do.
2: It's but, but it, it's not. Reality is nothing you could. What are you gonna? What, I don't know, but like know, to but not like, try
1: to find a solution. I yeah, don't think that's don't, the answer. Yeah, to just I'm, be like, yeah, but well, if you can get a, if you want to get your hands on a gun, you can get your hands on a gun.
2: I just think if if somebody's gonna wants to get one, that hard, enough, they will get one, regardless of the boundaries or whatever they got to go through, they'll get one. Like you said, off the streets, and then it's like the point that you made about security guards. I want to see security guards in the schools. Stephanie works at a school, and it's uh-huh. like I like y'all don't have security guards. Like no, like but I'm like. Why if I feel like I feel like they should it should be security guards in schools now point blank
1: that just you know something that's logic and I'm just I'm thinking from like a utopia kind of thing where I'm like but shouldn't you not should shouldn't not have, have, to, have to but you shouldn't have but to but I, it's like, I understand what you're saying it makes sense right but Stuff it, is that's just that's that's so depressing to me you know what I mean it's, where it's like <laughs> I what you're saying makes sense. And I understand what people are saying where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, if there were security guards at the school, but
2: we're talking about a high
1: school, that's, you know what you I mean? And like, even, we live in a world where that's the solution is to put armed guards at a school to protect the kids from themselves. But
2: that's where, that's is that's is where it's been, what, 18 school shootings so far? And we in February? This year. We're in February, bro. Like, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. And I have a child that's like, that shit is scary. It's, it's just scary to me because it's like- you kids can't even go to school to, le- to get an education. Yeah, it's like, and then it's like, oh, this person. Then they come up with, oh, he got expelled, and his yeah. mom died of the flu, and then it's like, gun control. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Um, I. You bring up you, not you bring up, but that that is the that is the, the argument is always more guns. And from a standpoint, one solution I saw that made sense to me is that it said, like, you got all these vets that, you know, can't find a job, give them a gun, they're trained, put them in a school. But then you talk about, like, you know, people having post-traumatic stress. Every idea Mm -hmm. has, like, a flaw to it that Mm -hmm. you can find. The biggest one I saw was, like, the teacher should have guns. Do you know how hard of a job it is to to be a teacher? It's like teachers work so much for so little money, and now you want them to... You want to hope that they get trained in how to use a gun, because if not, you just have some science teacher that
2: has a gun in a school who's trying to shoot at somebody and could hurt more people. Also, I don't, I don't agree with that because you got kids nowadays fighting teachers.
1: Yeah, they might pull. What up, could that turn to? They feel like their life is in danger and uh, now. They I kill a kid.
2: I don't think that's a good idea. And to see if, uh, but like, that's
1: what I mean. Where when people say like guns don't kill people, people kill people. Yeah, but when you put a gun in somebody's hand. These are the kind of scenarios that could come up. So Mm -hmm. why add more guns to the equation when it's like, oh, the teacher at the the teacher there's a fight in the cafeteria. Teacher goes down there. Now the kid starts hitting on the teacher. Teacher pulls out the gun. Now they shot a kid. Now a kids dead. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody would have came and broke that fight up eventually. But that teacher in that moment reflexes, whatever, it just killed a kid. Mm -hmm. And I know that's like anecdotal and that hasn't happened and it's just a made up scenario. But you got to use. Logic and that is a possibility, you know. So I don't know what the answer is, but I feel like there has to be one, right? I mean, yeah, it just has to it's be. Like, but
2: in all reality, what are you going to do? People out there are sick, and I mean, like, mentally sick. It's like they go on. People, you could just the part that scares me. Fucking guy, just you can walk into a school and it's like you're not questioned, you're not asked for a badge. It's like how's it? How are these people? It's like it has to be somebody on the inside. Well, when
1: I was in school. I and I don't know. I guess it's, it's district to district. But by the time I was ready to graduate high school, you had to scan in. You had to swipe your card. You know. Now nobody came out to like, like from at eight uh, eight o'clock when school started, mm-hmm. when all the kids are funneling in, you got to swipe in.
2: I but that's I feel like that after that, it's nobody yeah. like standing there. Yeah, to, but that is for attendance purpose. I don't that I don't think that has nothing to do with people just walking in because that's true. I deliver it to a school. I can. It's no buzz I got an elementary school I go to. It's a buzzer for that. But I went to Kenwood like a couple months ago and mm-hmm. just open the door and, and Kenwood, walk in. Kenwood is the high school that you went to. Yeah, right? you could just open the door and walk in, walk upstairs. It's like it's nothing. It's it's yeah. people. It's people that's there, that sit there. But if I'm young enough, I look young. I can just they don't walk question in. me. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's ridiculous. And then people take this shit. For, the part that pisses me off, they take it for granted until something happens, and I yeah. I just don't understand that.
1: Yeah. But see, I feel like we both. I'm a little bit on your side, you're a little bit on my side, because I'm sick of of there being like the whole, well, there's nothing you can do, and then everybody's sad, and then it happens again. I'm sick of that. (laughs) And then you're sick of people saying, well, there needs to be no guns and all this kind of stuff, because what's the point? People will be able to get guns if they don't get guns. As a matter of fact, statistically most of the crimes that are committed with guns are with illegal guns. So it's not like people right. are going to the store. But that's to my point of that the streets are flooded with guns.
2: And then it's not just guns, it's how powered guns. It's like that's military That's what, that's
1: what I'm saying. Is like, what that's my original <laughs> point is like if you want to have a pistol, a nine millimeter gun to protect your family in case somebody intrudes into your house, that's fine. But people that I work with at my job are like Nah, I just got this new uh, AK forty seven. I got this new SK thirty. You know, I ordered it just because you like guns. That's insane, and you open That's up insane. the risk of you having you. You know, people don't talk to their kids these days. You don't know how disturbed your kid is. Your kid knows where your key to your gun case is. Know what's, what the combination or whatever. Somebody bullies him in school. He goes to your gun case, unlocks the gun case, and now you gotta go. And now you gotta go to a funeral for seventeen kids. These are eight. Those parents are- should be helpers. Any parents whose guns were used in the in a school shooting Mm -hmm. should be charged with a crime.
2: I agree. These are, but these are military qualified weapons. It's like people are getting uh fucking grenades and smoke. I'm like, what what kind of connections are these? Like, this is crazy. It's it's pretty crazy. But at the,
1: what it all boils down to is we, (laughs) we're two dudes that do a podcast in my, in my attic upstairs and we're not qualified to really even, Break this down in a way. I'm sure there are people listening to this like, shut the fuck up. You guys don't know what you're talking That's about. Fine. And it's like, whatever. But <laughs> something happened, and it's a tragedy. Right. And I felt like we should speak on it. It would be it would be crazy to just act like, you know, it didn't happen and just mm-hmm. get on with the stories or whatever. I, I felt like because we do bring it up from time to time. Mm-hmm. And again, it it happened when Vegas happened. Mm-hmm. It happened when there was a shooting in uh just last month. There was like a shooting in uh. I don't remember where, but just last month there was a shooting, you know. So
2: they just, just keep just happening. earlier today, Lock Raven was on shut was on lockdown. It's, 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 <laughs> Lock, and and that school is uh is near us also. It was just on lockdown because two kids brought a gun to school. It's like it's 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 but what's really but what's going to happen is it's hot for the view re, in, based in reality it's hot for the the viewings for these news stations and it oh, yeah. gets swept under the rug after like two weeks. Yeah, I mean that's and that's that's all
1: part of the cycle in the grand scheme of things is that. One, people love the debate. It's is there's this show called Hate Thy Neighbor on Viceland and, and Um the guy, the host is named Jamali Maddox, and he brought up a good point. He wasn't talking about this. He was talking about um abortion. Hmm. And he was saying and and sadly this is similar to it because it, it is there's an ideology and like a religious factor to the whole gun debate too. And he was saying that As long as there's people that women, you know, women, but I I believe women should be able to do what she wants with her body. But as long as there are people that believe you should be able to do with what you want with your body. And as long as there's people who believe that the Bible is law and it says don't do that. There's no there's no meeting in the middle there. Mm -hmm. This side believes this to a fault and this Mm -hmm. side believes this to a fault. There's no like, well, I see your point. Maybe I kind of do. It's like, no, there's no debate to be had to where you can come to an agreement. It's just, Mm -hmm. you're always at odds. And I feel like because of people who believe that the people who built this country were some kind of geniuses and the Second Amendment is this biblical law that nobody can refute or debate or try to tweak a little bit. It's just, no, the Founding Fathers said, I have a right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. So that's it. And there's no debate about that. Look at the Second Amendment. That's what this country was built on. And then there's people that go, yeah, but like, Mark Mark Zuckerberg could run circles around Thomas Jefferson, George Washington. Like there's people Mm -hmm. today that are just there's more knowledge available to us than the people that built this country. So why should we? And they don't. If you went back in time with two Uzis to write this spot where I'm standing right here in Maryland, Mm -hmm. and I just popped up in time with two Uzis, I could become the king of America. Oh yes. Like they have never they there's not a weapon that they could account for. As powerful as the most minimal weapons that not we even, have capabilities not even close. with today, not even close. I could spray down a hundred people with two Uzis while they're loading muskets. Mm-hmm. So for the uh, for that for that to be the gauge of what we think our country should be based on in 2018 is insane to me. But the the debate always goes back to that, the Second Amendment, and then the debate on the other side is like, yeah, but like we don't really we don't use. That's the liberal side. I don't have a gun. You know, I I guess I'm kind of a liberal. I, I don't have a gun. I don't really see the point of gun. I don't. I don't need a gun. Mm-hmm. But there's people like, well, yeah, but like the Second Amendment says you should be able to have a gun in case the government comes for you. It's like, yeah, but like I, I don't use guns. I, I just, you know, I go to Trader Joe's, I get my groceries, I come mm-hmm. home. My life is very non problematic. I don't like to shoot guns for fun. I have no reason to have a gun. I don't just. I just don't need a gun. Mm-hmm. And the other side is like, no, but Second Amendment, and that's there's never gonna be a a budge. Mm-hmm. One side just will never, the liberal side, the the, the coastal side, the Californias and the New Yorks, they'll never be like, okay, well, I guess I see the need for me to have 50 guns in my house. Mm-hmm. And then the Second Amendment side is like, I could never understand being such a pussy. That's really what it's like. You're weak. You don't want to protect your family or your country or defend yourself. And the other side is like, well, why do you need a why do you need five, eight guns in your house? Right. You know, I don't, I just don't understand that. I don't, I think it's violent.
2: Well, I guarantee when I get a house, I'm getting one. I'm not saying I'm going to get a high power weapon because I don't, what I need that for? Yeah. Just something simple. I I'm can, some, and that was, for, that's what makes me so run the my fa- yeah. I, I Protect would, my yeah. family. Yes, I agree. I totally agree with that. But yeah. for people to go out to get an AK-47 and then like. Uh, I
1: yeah. A gun that shoots a hundred bullets in a minute. Anyway, you know that's that's our take on that. Whether you think it's dumb, you agree? I don't. I don't really care, honestly. I I'm, I speak and I say what I want to say, and you know, if you want to, that's what we do. here. Exactly. If you want to come with, come to me with your side and and debate me, or or not even debate, just tell me. That's fine. I'll listen. I'm I'm always open to listen and learn. But I just that's that's how we feel about it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get out of that, and um, we're gonna talk about what we like to talk about the most on this show when we come back which is fucked up shit so stay tuned and we'll be right back Right, and we are back, Fran. I believe last week you went first. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. So um, it is my turn to go first this week, <laughs> and I am. Are you ready to hear my affirmative murder? Yes, please. God, let us not have the same one. Okay, my affirmative murder this week is the story of Vincent Brothers.
2: Oh, you gotta be psych. Like <laughs> <laughs>
1: my heart really. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Like, (laughs) ha. It's like lottery. Uh, Really, the way we, I mean, like, there aren't a billion serial killers, but, like, that (laughs) happening was, that was pretty crazy. I hope that doesn't happen again. (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) my affirmative murder this week is uh, Vincent Brothers. All right. So, Vincent Brothers had a great job as the vice principal at the Fremont School and an adoring wife named Joni Harper and three beautiful children four year old Marcus. 23-month-old Lindsay and six-week- six-week-old Marshall. Seems like your average guy, right? Wrong. Check this shit out. The relationship between Vincent and Joni had not been without its share of, of troubles. Joni gave birth to Marcus Jawan in 1998. Vincent was not present for his birth. And I don't have kids, but you do. Where was he at? He just wasn't there. He's uh, there's, you know, um, according to a lot of people, he was like a womanizer and was not faithful and stuff. So, but I don't, I don't know that. But he just wasn't, he wasn't there when his child was born. Mm-hmm. And if you could take twenty words or less and just explain what it meant for you to be there when your child was born, so twenty I can...
2: words or less, it was, it meant the world to me to be there. Okay, <laughs> that's
1: yeah, it. Okay. okay, all right. Okay, okay. I just wanted, I, I, didn't even know if you was, you know, you know, some, you might go on to like a, you know. And when you never really know yourself, into some shit like that. I don't know. I don't have kids, so I don't get the sappiness of well, it. But I, I yeah, believe admit it. The yeah, word Yeah, meant yeah, yeah.
2: the word to me, but it's it's not it's nothing you can explain. It's just yeah. yeah.
1: So he missed that. Yeah. So that's the kind of guy we're dealing with. Okay. So he
2: he already on the bad side. But. Yeah.
1: So he missed the birth of his first his son, his first son.
2: For your firstborn, bro.
1: Yeah, firstborn God, wasn't there. Born. Was not there. Maybe he was getting a drink. Maybe he maybe he was on the way and he just got there late. I bet. Yeah, so like, I don't want you to be fully on his bad side. Let's, let's give him give him a chance. Don't 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 write him off right, yet. Okay. Um, however, the two married in 2000, despite him not you know making the birth. Despite separating a month later, Joni gave birth to Lindsay Michelle later that year.
2: A month later after the son was born, or a month later a, after they got married? a
1: month later after the son was born. No, they got married after, after the son the was, son was born. born, and then a month after, after they got day. married, they separated. Okay. She hit up, you know, they had a real on and off kind of thing. So she got knocked up again, by even him. though they were separated by him. Okay. Yeah, so so they're separated, but she's pregnant. And later that same year, so right after she was able to have sex again, he put another baby in her. Because so this th- is three, this is two. No, I am saying oh, this is the, the s- second okay, kid. I got you. Okay. So, but I am saying later on the same year they got separated, a baby was born. Okay. So okay. they have like a a, a eight month old baby and then another baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um uh vincent was again absent from that delivery as well so this is his his daughter so really he won you got one of each and you weren't there for either one you should be very ecstatic i, I think that's like the dream you get one of one each, each or, yeah. yeah you know and then you call it a quits after yeah. that I would, I would think i would you know yeah. <laughs> what else, what else Nothing. <laughs> the third ones ain't gonna be nothing you know special it's gonna be one of the other one you'd be know? a mix of what Boy, anger yeah, I mean that's possible for sure. Anything like, is possible nowadays. That's very true. You got me there, actually. That'd be interesting, like a hermaphrodite baby.
2: I don't want to get into that. Well, don't. Let's move on. You're right. You're right. That's not. The
1: a red messy. light came on. That's like a no, let's situation. move on. Let's not. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's not go down that road. Um, <laughs> uh, the marriage was annulled in 2001 with Vincent Brothers citing irreconcilable differences and Joni citing fraud allegedly because at the time of the marriage, she had no knowledge of Vincent's two previous marriages. So he was a real kind of shysty guy.
2: Vin- yeah, he's been divorced twice.
1: He, he, he'd he been divorced twice and didn't tell her. So, you, so he's been divorced you're the love twice. Of my life. You're the only one. Didn't
2: tell her. Didn't tell her. And then has, divorced has, her. Hasn't been there for any of the births of the babies. Nope. It didn't, uh, this guy. And then he was like, you know what? Something's we just can't figure
1: it out. So I don't want to do this anymore. What's up with this guy? Yeah, that's what he said. He was like, "Oh, he was like, I want to separate from you, even no, though but I miss." I'm it saying you. for me, Oh, something's up something's with up him.
0: this yeah. yeah, well, you
1: know, we'll get there. Um, where I? Yeah. Despite all the ups and downs, friends and family members all agree that Joni loved Vincent deeply, and was eager for them to be a family. Now. We come across this a lot in this show. And again, I'm going to take a second to let you ladies know that fucking white picket fence, you know, y'all are in beautiful Sunday clothes, family thing. It doesn't work if the person that you chose to build that with is a piece of shit. And you need to recognize that and stop trying to make it work for the sake of a family. I would much rather if my parents were like abusive to each other or verbally, whatever. I would rather have two separate homes where I had one parent who was stress-free and the other parent who was stress-free mm-hmm. than like, oh, both my parents live in the same house, but they're always cussing at each other and hitting each other. and Like, don't – you think that's the best thing to do, but you're really fucking your kid up, and you don't even realize it.
2: Well, this is the reality of the situation, which I like saying for some reason now. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> I can't stop
1: saying, and with that being said. So, you know, we're a pair. And, but you
2: know. it's like – Females need to read the signs. You gotta uh-huh. need to read the signs, okay? Uh-huh. Okay, for one, y'all had the second baby. Y'all had y'all wasn't even together. Yep. So separated. Yes, yes. it mm-hmm. wasn't even together. It's mm-hmm. like, and then it's like this guy hasn't wasn't there for the first child, his son. Yeah, and I then, don't mean to make
1: it about that, but like as a guy, you all most men want a son. Most, you know, like
2: right. It's like firstborn it son, and then it's like, and then y'all separate, and then y'all have another child, and then it's like. Okay, he wasn't there for that. It's like I was like, all right. At this point, you should be like, I don't know, yeah. I don't know about like something. I mean, he's like, not reliable. Something, uh, some, even a light, little some things. Type of light should come on.
1: Yeah, like, maybe he doesn't hit you, but it's like this. Just, I mean, he missed the birth of both our kids. He, I think he's cheating on me. Is she black? Did they? they yeah, said? I believe. Oh, okay, I believe right, so. Right. But like, yeah, I mean, these should be red flags. I mean, why continue with a mess? But yeah, no, they continue to have an on and off relationship. Is
2: that? Is that? that american dream is like you want to have your family together you want to be with the guy that you but had it your only works
1: with. if you if you pick the right person you can't make it you can't make you can't make, you can't make it a you can't make it a dream if your you're with a nightmare write that down you can't make you can't make life a dream if you're living with a nightmare that's good, it man. just doesn't work that way you can't like these women try to change men well when i met him i met him in a bar and he came up to me and he slapped my ass and that's how we started dating but We've been together for like three years, and he hasn't hinted at wanting to marry me at all, and he still goes out with his friends, but I think I could change him. You can't. You just can't. You you, you can't. It's not going to happen. Having a kid isn't the solution. Getting married isn't the solution, and sticking it out isn't the solution. You got to know when to fold them, man.
2: You got to know when to fold them. It's called the same for guys, guys and women. Guys? Yeah. Got,
1: yeah. I know some. I know some guys that are... Just don't think they can do better. So it's like I don't wanna, I don't wanna leave the thing I got. Cause what I is it? Know.
2: You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Yeah, man. We don't have to go <laughs> into
1: you know. <laughs> it could have been any kind of. Maybe she works too much. I don't know people's business. You don't got to go into you know, uh, <laughs> you know old old rhymes and stuff like that about people's you know sexual <laughs> habits. Maybe you can, but I know some people who are in a situation where the you're not turning the the hoe into a housewife. Man or woman. There's men hoes.
2: I know. Can, uh, so, yeah, there's, yeah, 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 yeah. there's no, there's yeah. no yeah.
1: gender assigned to this. No, you, it's not. If, if the person you're with cheats on you a lot, they don't want to be with you. They, mm-hmm. they want to be with the idea of you. They like having somebody that's at home cleaning, taking care of their laundry, and mm-hmm. somebody to come home to to cook them food and let them have sex with them consistently, mm-hmm. but also like the chase of new women. Mm-hmm. And you can't have both. When you give your your heart to somebody and decide you want to build a family, that's a big deal. Mm. That's why I mean, I don't want to get into the whole thing of but but like that whole idea of people and it happens a lot in the black community, but you know, white white guys do it too, I, you know, I'm sure I I know people that do it, but like that whole idea of like, oh, that's my baby mama and that being so flippant. Like you have like three baby mamas like, no, I have a kid and you know, yeah, whatever. I got a pregnant. Whatever, that's cool. We'll just, we'll just. I
2: don't like that term. I it's just, just, I just yeah. Just don't like for it. one, as a woman, why <laughs> would you
1: be cool with being called that, calling yourself that, or whatever? But for two, as a man, how can you, like, that whole like sowing your oats kind of thing of like that whole biblical term of like that's what a man's meant to do is just spread his seed and have kids, but it's not though. Like, go forth and procreate with the same person though. Like, right. don't have all these kids you know dividing your time up between all these women and mm. they they when women have a relationship with a person it is they they you enter them it right. is a very big even if women play it cool and kind of stuff like that that's one thing i feel bad about as a man because i wasn't much of a scumbag but i have had scumbag moments where i would like lead a woman on in order in order to get what i want mm. not in like a me too kind of way where some some girl's gonna accuse me of it but i like, you know i'm tell a woman the thing she wants to hear mm-hmm. for you to get what you want mm-hmm. Be- and it's it's a bigger deal for like a man is like yeah whatever i told her she's the prettiest girl i ever met you know whatever I told right? I love her. yeah you know that kind of shit mm-hmm. and for a woman you telling her that is like permission for you to, for her to give herself to you mm-hmm. but for you it's like yeah i mean i wanted to have sex with her so i told her like you know mm-hmm. i could see myself spending forever with her or whatever mm-hmm. stupid shit i said and for but for her that was like Yes, this is, I could see myself spending a lot of my life with this person. And right. you're like, I'm not going to call her after I hook up with, you know, so I do feel bad about that, but it happens. And for you to go into a situation like that and being cool with a kid coming from it, it's crazy to me. And cause I know so many guys are just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I got six kids by six different women, whatever. I take care of my kids. But you don't though. Like money is, time is way more valuable to a kid than money. Like if you're spreading your time between six different women and six different kids, you're one of your ki- each one of your kids isn't getting a full dad. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't I'm not into that shit. That shit's gross to me.
2: Stop I talk doing about that. time when they have like there's a couple of people I know that I have kids that just had their first child. I'm like and they're like, you know, what what is it? I'm like, yo they're like I'm like, money has nothing to do. If somebody tell you money is, no, it's not. It does. That's not the. That's not the big thing about having. It. It's, it's it's time. Not. It's all yeah. about time.
1: I speak, and I'm speaking from experience, man. I had a dad who was a birthday dad and a Christmas dad, like come to my birthday party, uh, two hours into the party, drop off an envelope with like four hundred dollars in, it and mm-hmm. rub your head and be like, "Happy birthday, man!" But what's more valuable is like, I taught myself how to tie a tie on a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I taught myself any any sport. I got a terrible jump shot. I taught myself how to play basketball. I got that; those things matter way more than like he got me a GameCube when I was twelve or like
2: at the time you're like, cool. Oh what? And then like, Oh
1: man, it- let me tell you something. The, <laughs> going into eighth grade, <laughs> he got me Xbox 360 when it was the first thing out. Okay. And that first week when I'm telling you know you are like, you know I got an Xbox 3. Everybody's like, what? I got yeah, one too. I remember. Everybody doesn't have one and that kind of thing. But I'm 26. 26- I'm almost 26 years old, man. That feeling isn't. Happy to me, anymore. I don't. Right. it's just a memory. Mm-hmm. What what would last more is if like you know he, we he took me to a football game or something like that. Those are the things that like matter. Mm-hmm. An Xbox, I got. I bought my own Xbox. I'm an adult. I bought right. my own Xbox. Right. You know, like that's a memory I have. I was happy when I got or well, Sierra got me that. You know, Shout out to you, Sierra, my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but like you know what I mean though. It's like those kind mm-hmm. of things don't. They're not. Those aren't memories that hold any value. It's it's a money money memory. Right. It doesn't mean anything. So
2: time the last, means couple the last couple days. Last couple days at the end, of the day, you're like, huh. Oh. I wish you would have stayed and played. Yeah, you, that
1: would have been cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit like that. You know? So, like, I'm just saying, like, women, you got to you I gotta agree. know when you're dealing with a guy that isn't ready to do those things. And um, this woman, however, didn't. So I will continue on. And I went on a bit of a tangent, so I got to find my place again. Uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Uh Despite all the ups and downs, friends and family members all agreed that Joni loved Vincent deeply and was eager to f- for them to be a family. Well, that's where I felt, That's where right. I finished off. That. And they continued to have an on and off relationship. Most people never knew about Vincent's Jek- Jekyll and Hyde personality. There we go. And those who did certainly never knew the extent of his capabilities. In January 2003, Joni and Vincent remarried. And in May, baby Marshall was born. So now he has two sons and a daughter. So in May of two thousand three, Marshall was born. His first son was born in nineteen ninety eight, and his daughter was born a few months after that. So they're like f- ninety eight to two thousand three. They're like five, or like one's five, the other one's like four and a half, mm-hmm. or maybe like four. Just turned four. So like five, four, and a baby. So um, actually the ages were at the beginning. five, four. Yeah, no, the ages were at the beginning. We're uh. In two thousand three, one, one was four, one was four, one was twenty three months, and the other one was six weeks old. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, so four was tw- I don't. Know. I hate when people do that. My oh, baby's no. my baby's thirty months, twenty three months like a, is almost like two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's almost mm-hmm. two. So almost two, four, and three, and six weeks. Um, were the ages of all the kids? Uh, three married. Family, yeah, was born, yeah. Although Vincent had moved out of the family's home in April due to discord between he and his mother-in-law, Ernestine, he was present for Marshall's birth. And okay. for a little while, things seemed fine. And we've heard that line a million times before. But, yeah, so I just think it's funny. Like, they got remarried, but they got remarried, but they had such an on-and-off kind of thing. He had, like, his own situation set up. So it didn't it didn't have time to settle in Wait, yet. Wait, they, did they live together? N- well, he no. had moved out.
2: Because oh.
1: he yeah. moved out and they, you know, was, you know, probably had his own little, you know, bachelor pad or whatever, but also was going back and, you know, would go see his family and have sex with Ernestine. How, how could you, uh, you not remarry Ernestine, someone like but, that? What? what?
2: I I like, how could you remarry someone Because
1: like she that? was in love with, Joni was in love with him, man. But <laughs> like, yeah, so he would go back to, you know, tell her I love you and the kids and I want to be a family, but then go back to his bachelor pad because he had, he had the, best, the best of both worlds. He had a woman who was being lo- loyal to him, but then he could go back to his own situation and you know bring girls by or whatever he wanted to do they ended up getting remarried but then he moved he moved out again because his, his, her mother was probably on his on his ass like look you're a piece of shit i don't like you ernestine is the name of a woman that's like fuck you vincent <laughs> fuck you vince and he's probably like you know what miss ernestine i don't need this shit okay i'm out of here yeah. and so he rolled out um On July 6th of 2003, Joni, her mother Ernestine, and the three children attended church services. Although Vincent had left town four days prior to visit his family in Ohio, it was still a special day. With Joni showing off Marshall to church members for the first time. After morning service, the Harpers met up with friends, including Joni's best friend, Kelsey Spann, for lunch and then went home to rest until the evening services. So they, they... they must spend a lot of time. Morning and evening services? It's too much. <laughs> but yeah, so they went home to rest until evening services. They never made those evening services. After calls from friends and family went unanswered, Kelsey decided to stop by the house. She hadn't seen Joni since two days earlier, and it was unlike Joni to ignore calls. Although the house looked fine from the outside, Kelsey found that the door would the door wouldn't open after she'd un- after she'd used her key to unlock it. So she went around to the patio door and finding it unlocked, let herself in. Her panic call to nine one one came in just after seven AM, and police arrived within minutes to find a house of horror. First police found Ernestine, the mother in law. She had been shot twice in the face at close range and was laying in the hallway near her bedroom. In another bedroom, police found bodies of Joni and the children. Oh. And I'm gonna give a disclaimer, it doesn't it's not terribly gra- terribly graphic, but we are talking about children, so I just want to let people know. You know, there are some details. Um, they were still laying in the same spots they had lain Sunday to nap after church. Uh, Joni was found face down on her bed, dead from several bullet and stab wounds to her head, chest and back. Lindsay lay on her side. Lindsay's his daughter. Lindsay lay Lindsay lay on her side, on her left side at the foot of the bed in her little blue dress She had been killed with a single gunshot wound to the back. Marcus was beside his mother on the bed and was covered by a sheet. Police theorized that he awakened before the murders. He was found with his eyes open and a gunshot wound to the right side of his head. Authorities say he had been so frightened immediately before his death that he had bitten his right hand down to the bone. Uh
2: He's biting his hand so he wouldn't scream?
1: I don't know, maybe he was sleeping with his thumb in his mouth or I don't know, but he he bit his own hand down to the bone. You know, maybe when the gunshot went off, the reflexes kicked in, He clenched. You know, he he might have been sleep. I picture I didn't get full detail, but I picture he might have been asleep with his thumb in his mouth, felt the gun hit his, you know, touch his head, woke up, you know, scared. And then the trigger got pulled and just kind of clenched his 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 jaw and bit bit his thumb down to the bone. Uh, Marshall was thought to be missing, but after a search, he was found under a pillow near... Marshall's the six-week-old baby. Marshall was thought to be missing, but after a search, he was found under a pillow near his mother. He had been shot in the back, just as his sister had. Police tracked down Vincent Brothers at his mother's home in North Carolina and broke the news about his family's murder. Although he, was on, he, although he was the only person suspected of the crime, he had left for vacation four days prior to the murders, and police couldn't immediately disprove his alibi. However, a neighbor in Bakersfield reportedly reported seeing Vincent near the Harper home around the time of the murders. Rental records for the car Vincent rent, rented in Ohio showed that he put fifty-four hundred miles on it, which was more than enough to travel from Ohio to back, more to travel from Ohio to California and back. In addition, this was the craziest shit. This is what made me pick the story. In addition, entomologists who examined the car found bug parts from species only found in west of the Rocky Mountains. So they, one of the final nails in his coffin was they got his rental car back and like scraped over it and found bug parts from bugs that aren't in Ohio or or North Carolina. They're only found on the west side of the country. So it was like, well, this car was in California and you put 5,400 miles on it so, it was you. You know, period. You drove there, killed him, and came back. Um,
2: That's a hell of a drive. Jeez.
1: Yeah, he was wow over it. And that kind of, I'm going to continue the story, but that kind of sums up everything about him. It, he got so over it that he was cool with killing his family, but he was over it when his kid was born, he was over it when the second kid was born, he was over it when the third, he was over the marriage, but he just kind of kept doing it and kept getting this woman pregnant until he had a pile of responsibilities that he didn't want anymore. And then he thought he could just get rid of them.
2: But that long ass drive, that shit, all that shit had to build up. That's a long drive. To, yeah. 50, to yeah, yeah. Jesus 2000 Christ. plus
1: miles to, but also so calculated, you know, like I'm going to go to visit my family.
2: Well, that's the shit he, that's the bullshit excuse. He tried. To, that was a terrible, he executed that plan horribly. That was terrible. Well, no, a,
1: if he would have like gotten his brother to rent the car, I would have said it was a pretty good plan. But I'm, you're out of town.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm. That's the. That's, the, that's the, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was that was horribly plan. He's like, well, I'm gonna go to Ohio to visit, visit some family. Yeah, he has family. But I'm gonna I'm I'm drive back to do this and then get back. They can't say it's me. That's a great in, plan. I was in, but I was in Ohio. That's a what's what's the what's I just I, I just I just the just,
1: only thing that got him caught is that they pulled up his rental car records.
2: But I thought you said they couldn't they couldn't confirm his alibi.
1: They couldn't confirm his alibi until they got his rental car records. Oh. Once they found out that the car that he rented had 5,400 extra miles. If I rent a car, like if I go to Vegas and I rent a car and I'm there for four days, maybe I put 200 miles. Maybe I put 200 miles on it. And that's if like, you know, we go out to look at the mountains or something like that. But 5,400 miles is like, there's no. But the
2: neighbors said they saw him there.
1: What are you not understanding about what I'm saying? I feel like we're not on the same page. We're
2: not. I, I'm saying that the neighbor says he saw him there around the time they got the killings. I don't, I don't get it.
1: The neighbor saw him in Bakersfield, California, yes. Right. So where do you, yeah, what? So they knew he was there. But if, that's, that's, eyewitness accounts aren't always foolproof. You can, somebody that looks like somebody, if you go, if I go, hey man. You might say you saw somebody look like me, but I was in Ohio, and I have re- receipts from Ohio and people that say I was in Ohio. Then you just gotta go, oh well, I guess he just saw somebody that looked like him. That guy, that's if he if he had had his brother rent the car, so that when they went to go, he there is no rental car record in his name. So so there's no rental car record in his name. There's no car to find. Then he was in Ohio.
2: All right. So you telling me? <clears throat> If you saw your neighbor, you see her every day. Uh huh. And you see.
1: It's not what you know, it's what you can prove, friend. I, you can. I know my neighbor's face like the back of my hand. I see her every day. But if I was to go, Aaron, I think I saw you at the Hilton last night with another man that wasn't your boyfriend, you know, was that you? And she goes, No, I was in South America. See? This is a picture with the time frame on the time stamp on it says yesterday at eight, eight o'clock. You said it was around eight o'clock. You saw me at the Hilton, but clearly I was in Peru. So nah, bitch, it wasn't that was me. You. That was you, bitch. But That's yeah, nice. all right. But now if I go to tell her boyfriend, I almost said his name. If I go to tell her. If I go to tell her boyfriend that and he goes, no, man, I took her to the airport myself. She went to Peru. It's like, well. All right. And then she goes, See, look, honey, I don't know what he's thinking. Here's the picture. I was in Peru. I texted it to you. You know what I mean? So now, right, why sure. would he believe me? All right. It's just it's a it's a solid alibi until they go, Oh, well you rented a car and you drove it fifty four hundred miles. Mm-hmm. You know, California to California to Ohio is like something like twenty two hundred so miles.
2: The, what was the nail in the coffin? The bugs? That was
1: that was those like, two things. It was oh, like okay. you this is the car you rented, it has five thousand miles on it, which is more than enough to get to California and back. And also there's bugs that hit the windshield that there's these bugs aren't in in ohio or north carolina where you these bugs aren't here you mm-hmm. these these bugs had to come from and that's some real like sherlock shit that's some like criminal minds detail mm-hmm. like a tv show mm-hmm. like oh man well we can't prove the yeah the car he said you know he used it in a race or something not that that happened but i'm saying if he was able to bam a counterpunch by his lawyer like well no that car you know they ran. They 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 just ran it, you know, off the blocks and just let the wheels spin around, and that put miles on the speedometer. I don't know some bullshit Johnny Cochran kind of excuse, and they go. Damn.
2: Or they'd be like, um, you know, well the person that had it before him did the same. Trick. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean, something like that. where you go, mm-hmm. damn, they got us, and then you go like, oh, I'm gonna call in a specialist who's an entomologist, b- bugs, and he goes, oh, this is a um, <laughs> this is a West California sycamore uh, bug. These aren't in Ohio. If if there, if it's on this windshield, this car had to be in, in Ohio and this I mean, this car had to be in California and this uh, carcass of this bug is only two days old. So it's recent. And you go, we got him. So that's what happened in this case. They got him off a bug and, you know, the miles you put on the car. Um, yeah. Uh, one of his alibis was a pair of store receipts for items bought in North Carolina on the day of the murders. Upon examination of those credit card receipts and store surveillance, it was found that Vincent's brother Melvin had been using Vincent's card and, foreign, and forging his signature. Initially, Melvin lied when confronted about it, but later admitted that he had done he had done so at Vincent's urging. So this was this was planned, you know. Like he gave his credit card to his brother, told him to go buy some shit in a you know in North Carolina to give it create a paper trail. I would look if I was gonna if I was gonna rate this a murder. As far as, like, planning, I would give it an eight. I mean, I really think he paid it. Little details like that most people don't think of, like, creating a paper trail in a, in See, a I didn't state. Think of
2: I didn't think of it as a planned out thing. I
1: didn't. Oh, I didn't think it definitely that. was a planned out thing. I don't think he, like, went to hopped on a plane to Ohio and then while he was hanging out with his family, he was like, you know what? Joni's a bitch, and I'm going to kill her and that's everybody. How, that's how I thought it No, was. I think he got sick of working all the time for three kids. He just had a – I think the stressor probably was the new kid. It's like, damn, now I have three kids. I got three well, miles to feed. fault? I know, I'm I'm with you, man, but I'm just saying, I think this this was the the tipping point where it was like, man, I got three miles to feed, man. I don't have money to do all this shit, man. They I all gotta I, die. I
2: wish somebody would say that shit to me.
1: <laughs> well, this, if you had met That's Vincent Brothers friends. over at a bar over a couple of drinks, you'd have been like, man, you know what? Sometimes I wish my kids would just be dead because mm-hmm. I can't afford paying for them. And okay, I don't well. know what you would do. Is that, tab, please? <laughs> um, check, please. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, where was I? Alibis. Yeah. So he had his brother create a paper trail, but once they put some pressure on him and brought him in, and they had the surveillance, like that's not Vincent. Isn't this you, Melvin? And he was like, Yeah, that was me. So he, you know, he he buckled and admitted it, that his brother told him to use his credit card to buy like Twizzlers or some shit.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it could cut you off. But no, go please. I don't want to skip over the fact that he killed a six month old. Like six weeks. Six, six He weeks. shot a six-week-old like, baby. If you're going to do... If, he I'm shot not, a six-week-old right, baby. See, this is where we get into the thing where he's like... I'm not for... Okay, this is where... I'm trying to be careful with my words. Okay. I don't... Okay, I'll put it this way. Okay. Why kill the kids? If
1: He doesn't want to take care of them anymore.
2: Yeah, but it's like... That's just selfish. That's selfish. That's completely selfish. Yeah. I don't want to be like, well... If he I mean, you're do, if thinking wanna...
1: about it as a reasonable person. This man... But is... as
2: a, You see what I'm trying to say? I'm saying, like, yeah. if he was going to do that... Just leave. Go ahead. Yeah. Just don't
1: come back to California don't, and, and leave her as a single mom. That's fucked up, too, but at least they're alive.
2: But you... Right. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. It's, like,
1: you could have... There's other things... If you didn't want to take care of your responsibilities, that's fucked up. But, like, that doesn't mean that the responsibilities need to not exist anymore. That's like that's the craziest. That's the craziest. Like it, I have a dog. If I was like, I don't really I can't take care of Bella anymore. So nobody should take care of Bella. I should kill her. Like, that's crazy. To, that's crazy. To say. like, no, if I didn't want my dog anymore, which is crazy, I love my dog. But if I did not want my dog anymore, I would like ask people if they wanted a dog or take her to a shelter or something. I wouldn't go. Well, I don't want this headache anymore. So this headache shouldn't just, it just shouldn't be on earth anymore. I should just kill it. So nobody has to deal with it. And, I, and that way I definitely will never have to deal with this responsibility ever I feel ever like people
2: again. snap, they snap so much and they get into this, this <clears> tunnel vision is like, do you, did you not think about what could happen after you do this? Like, how does this make it even, how does it well, make it easier? Well, if you
1: see a picture of Vincent, Vincent looks like what, if, if I asked somebody to draw a black Republican, like somebody that voted for Donald Trump and mm-hmm. like, is like fiscally conservative and, and, you know, is like, no, I don't see race. I, you know, we're all one country. He looks like that. He looks very arrogant. You know, like he looks very much like, well, I came up with this plan. I came up with this. So it's great. So it's going to (laughs) work. Duh. I'm going to go to California, kill my family and then drive back to Ohio and then just tell them I was in Ohio. And when they call me, I'm going to be like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. My family, he really probably thought he had a foolproof plan. He told his brother to go buy some beef jerky from the gas station in North Carolina, like create a paper trail with my card, sign my signature, and he thought it was a great plan, but it wasn't. It's and this is 2003. I'm letting you know now. In 2018, you're not gonna get away with it. It's just cameras everywhere, and that's how I know that that. And I don't want to go too much into it, but that's how I know those police shot that that off-duty police officer here because if the way they shut down West Baltimore when that guy got caught, got killed. And put a two hundred fifty thousand dollars reward out. Somebody would have snitched on that guy. Somebody would have snitched on the guy that killed that cop. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know it was an inside job. I think it's gonna come out with this whole investigation. You've been keeping up with that, right? No. The, like, there's like a there was this task force like the guns, drugs, and something task force mm-hmm. that was going around like, like, uh, like cowboys. Like they were going into people's apartments doing raids and then taking shit with them when they would leave purses and money and well, all kind of like.
2: This well, is happening offices? right now. Offices? Yeah,
1: it's police like a special task force. It was like real life training day. Did you see Training Day the movie? Yeah. Well, Denzel had like his little his police task force that was all dirty cops uh-huh. that was busting up guns and drugs, and they would get credit for you know bringing in drug dealers, but they would also skim some money off the top. Mm-hmm. They were doing that. They were t- they would they were t- taking drugs from drug dealers and then selling them to other drug dealers. But oh, then, like, shit. turning in half of it, so it's like, you get the credit for this. But, like, taking some and then go and make money for your personal. They would go into drug dealers' apartments, take their girls' purses and shit, bring them home to their families. They were going in, busting people. up. I mean, there's so, so many. who got
2: shot? I don't know about this. There story. was an
1: off-duty police officer who was supposed to testify against, like, the, a corruption case of police that was going on. Oh, the, and they killed him? because. And the cop got killed in an alley in West Baltimore. After that? Bef- this is bef- this oh, was like oh, this was like six okay. months ago. Right. But I'm just saying it all is it all is tied in. It's all starting to look tied into one thing.
2: I thought it meant like he it's, testified and they killed him. After no, he, oh.
1: he was supposed to testify like a week oh, before shit. he got killed. And he got killed in a back alley, like off duty. Mm. And people were like, "What is he doing in this alley yes, off I duty?" Don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then they shut. The- I mean, they roped off West Baltimore. They like wouldn't let. They were they were stopping people on the streets. They had a hundred cops marching down the street, like as a sign of force like you will not kill one of ours and they never found a person that the person is still at large Yeah, I bet. you're telling me in West Baltimore you kill a cop and the cops come out like the military and nobody flips nobody goes oh that was that was that was Darren for $250,000 there was a reward that's when it really so first it was the cops then it was oh if you know something we'll pay you money you're telling me somebody in West Baltimore won't take a quarter million dollars to be labeled a snitch <laughs> I doubt that highly. So once that happened and nobody was got uh, locked up, I was like, they, they killed him. So he wouldn't testify. That's crazy. But anyway, unbelievable. Yes, yeah, right. it's, it's it's some crazy shit going on it with that crazy. with that Baltimore City Police. There's a whole
2: department. bunch of shit going on today. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's pretty nuts. Nice. Um, but <laughs> back to good old Vincent Brothers. Um, the prosecution alleged that Vincent had carried on several, several, several extramarital relationships. And that his motives for the killings was greed. Vincent wanted to relieve himself of the burden of supporting his growing family. Like I said, on May May 15, 2007, Vincent Brothers was found guilty of five counts of first degree murder and a special circumstance of multiple murders. on, On September 27th, he was sentenced to death by lethal injection by Judge Michael Bush. During the sentencing here, this... And if he if there's any sense of like not psychopath in him, this shit hurt him to the core. Um, during the sentencing hearing, the fa- the family members were allowed to read uh, statements, including an emotion packed statement delivered by his only surviving daughter, which I assume he had outside like one of his first marriages. He oh. had like an adult daughter. Um, Her name was Margaret Kent, M- Margaret Kern Brothers, because, you know, Vincent Brothers. So Kern hyphen brothers. She said that she was resigning from the brother's family after she walked out of the courtroom. She would be known as only Margaret Kern. She went on to state that I am leaving my name with him. I don't have a father now. He is just a man handcuffed to a chair looking straight ahead. He will never see me again until it's time to die. And then I guess she did that. So that's really like that, that, that I would assume that one hurt and um yeah so that's the story of Vincent Brothers that was rough yeah that was that was a rough one he is harsh man he killed oh man killed, killed, his killed, fam- killed his whole family killed his whole family because he just didn't want to do it anymore great excuse but um mm. uh, yeah so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and when we come back it is Fran's turn to tell you. you got some fucked up shit so I don't know why I'm doing like radio DJ energy uh, mm-hmm. call in one 800 389 call back <laughs> and we'll be
0: right back after these messages we'll be right back with more affirmative murder Chip All right, and we
1: are back. Uh Fran, are you ready to tell me some fucked up shit?
2: Yeah, um my firm of the murder this week is Robert Rogier. Ooh, I actually wish I would have did that my sounds story. Annoying. I wish I would have did my story first because yours is just Mine's definitely definitely not going to top that, but No,
1: nah, man, not that that's it. It's not a competition.
2: Yeah, but yours is so good. I, mean, I just wish that I wish but, that one ended the show. It would have been okay. good. Enough. But you know, when, well, when, you know, we got a firm in there. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's cool, man. So um yeah, Robert Rogier. A star football player at UC Berkeley. Okay. Rozier was drafted ninth in the 1979 NFL draft by the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. But quit the team after playing two games as a pro. He moved to the Canadian Football League, then signed up briefly with the Oakland Raiders. Mm. But his will to win has disappeared. Somewhere along, his will to win has disappeared somewhere along the way. Cut from the squad, Rozier drifted around the country for several years. Just like like hobo style. Yeah. Cool. After a series of petty crimes, Rogier found Yahweh Ben Yahweh's. Oh Yewe ben Yewe's boy, Temple that's why this
1: sounds okay. In
2: 1982, a black suprem- a black supremacist Hebrew Israeli yeah. sect in 1981 called by Mitchell Jr. Okay. Alias Yahweh Ben Yahweh. Okay. Who billed himself as the son of God mm-hmm. after the after. First, serving a six months prison sentence, he moved into the temple full time mm-hmm. and changed his name to Nerea Israel. Okay. Um. Or other words, a child of God. In 1985, he decided to join the Brotherhood. Ye- join the Brotherhood, Yahweh's secret group that required a murder that required murdering a white devil and returning with the body parts to join. Mm. Rosier repeatedly stabbed an intoxicated man and his roommate until they died, and he would admit to killing the people to please Yahweh. Mm-hmm. He also was indicted by the New Jersey authorities in 1984 a stabbing a stabbing death of a 52-year-old Newark man who was killing was allegedly um, committed as a religious sacrifice for Yewe's cult. Mm. So trouble was already dogging dogging um, Rosier's footsteps with the Canadian authorities investigating a $50,000 worth of bad checks. Damn. Like scammer too. <laughs>
1: On that's top a of lot everything, of,
2: it's like, he, and then it was like he was that's, writing checks yeah. for for dumbass shit like yeah. car repairs, groceries, groceries yeah, like, know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. So. You just you get a check for you like you you bought gas with a check. <laughs> so this was this was doing his in his CFL days. I'm sorry, so that's mm. the Canadian Football League. But the worst was yet to come in 1981. The Yewei sect was linked with the murder of two ex-members in Florida. The cultists were suspended. Was suspected of a fire of firebombing homes in Delray Beach after residents clashed with the Yeehawes recruiters. By 1986, authorities estimated that there were 300 active cult members in Miami and Dade County, with other groups springing up nationwide. So they was just they was growing at this point. So in November of 1986, Rosier was arrested on multiple murder charges in Miami, hmm. linked with the October 30 shooting death. October 30th shooting deaths of Rudolph Broussard and Anthony and Anthony Brown, and then it said in the release report, Rosier listed at his age is 404 years old. Um, What? Yeah, I don't know. That was in (laughs) the arrest report. The victim. I just want to say,
1: I just want to say, I'm sorry about. It's not my phone. It's my laptop. If that's gonna be on the podcast, I just want to let that be known. It probably is. They pick it up. meet
2: Meet the mic. Meet the headphones. I mean, meet the thing. Anyway okay. Yeah uh, Well if they don't like it Who gives a fuck Okay um, Hello
1: No yeah, no see yeah.
2: The victims had staunchly Resisted cold efforts To take over their Apartment complex But other crimes Charged against Rozier Had no such Obvious motives Detectives reported Rozier fingerprints Had been found At the scene of Two random murders Where transients were killed Their ears sliced off And press release Press releases linked Him with at least Five murders in In Miami And in environs uh, you know what that's it that where part? E E N V I R O N S.
1: oh I don't know that might be somewhere in Canada no environs <laughs> I don't know but he cut people's ears off yeah
2: ears were sliced off yeah so this was two random so this hurts. was
1: all this was all like sat- not satanic but like Cults. religious yeah. killings well, this was, uh, all this of was, them were like none of these was like I, I wanted this car this was all like he yeah, did some crazy shit please, to him or, please Yahweh Yahweh yeah. okay
2: Alright, cool. Um Okay, so authorities in St. Louis and New York City are studying Rosier's possible involvement in the other unsolved homicides. So he got caught. They got caught Uh flawless. Well he got caught and so he got sentenced to twenty two years in Florida, but he only did ten. Wanna why?
1: Yeah, I would love to. Wait,
2: he snitched. On everybody. (laughs) On the whole Yahweh being Yahweh. Well he mostly snitched on Yahweh. But then all the shit came out. So this way it gets like... But yeah. wait, but he was arrested for murders? He got caught... His fingerprints got caught at the scene for uh, two murders. Let's say, um, Yeah, the two random murders of transients that were killed and their ears were sliced off. So that's oh, what he got caught for.
1: But so they couldn't... So he was like, I mean, I was there, but I didn't kill anybody. And that's no, what... Because well, I mean, they murders. He, 22 yeah, years. Yeah,
2: that's, but he got caught and... Oh yeah, true. Well, they were unsolved homicides, they say, but I think they charged him for. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm thinking he got charged with something lesser, and he gave up those two. I don't know. I I was listening, but well, 22 years isn't a lot of time for two but murders. He got,
2: he's but he's
1: he snitched. He snitched. He yeah. Snitched.
2: But I'm saying I'm I'm thinking what happened was it didn't say, but he must have got charged more time. But he snitched, so they gave him 22 years. But then good behavior because cut that shit in half. Yeah, so he, didn't, he did 10. Okay, cool. So, that makes sense. Um, Rosier then he pleaded guilty for the four murders and confessed to the three other killings um, to win a reduced prison term in exchange for tes- testimony against Miami sect leader Yahweh mm-hmm. and, and members of the religious um, cult that federal prosecutors blamed for at least 23 murders and a series of firebombings in the 1980s. Damn. So yeah, he he served 10 of the 22-year sentence, then was released with a new name and identity of Robert, Robert Rom- Romesis. I That's kind of close to his... Yeah. Name. Also I know how they How they go about When they put people In protective Um
1: Second custody
2: Yeah So what did they use people's name? Did they make up a name or Yeah did they, they, just, give, they, like they just give you They just give you A new identity or, Oh
1: I, I If I'm not mistaken Unless you're dealing with Like some crazy International spy shit But I don't know if
2: they give you Like somebody's name That passed Like you know I think before. I mean I would I would
1: imagine maybe I mean I don't know But this is just a blind guess But it's I'm using you know Deduction Maybe they come to you With like three names and you pick one or they come out name
2: and a whole breakdown of like what they do and yeah that
1: that, you know but i think you probably keep your social security like i don't think they can give you a whole new life i would but because you just need to not be able to get like googled or you know when you go to apply for a job no maybe they do give you a new social security number i don't know that's because i mean in order for you to get a job you need to have Social security number, but if you but say gotta, your name is I'm this... But I'm saying they got to
2: they gotta wipe... I feel like they do, because they got to wipe that whole, your whole other name. They got to wipe that completely out. The mm-hmm. government got their ways, and sure, but... That's true. You just, just make up your a social security new, number. That's fucking crazy.
1: Maybe, maybe they can... they can If they take a name out of the system, they can add a new name and social security name, number into the system. You know? Maybe All it's right. like that. I'm sure it is. So, uh, yeah. I, that's a good question. I don't know. Hmm.
2: But that's... Yeah, that's a good question. So, yeah. So, his new identity was Ro- Robert... Remesis or whatever, if I'm saying it wrong. So he was. So this person, Robert, was Mm -hmm. someone who owned a Sacramento auto detailing business, worked construction jobs, and dabbled, and dabbled in internet web page design, and helped to raise two children. Um,
1: Very full life. This guy Wasn't this guy a hobo?
2: Yeah. (laughs) in a a cult. Yeah, and stopped. He's he raised two children and stopped for drinks. At this Columbia Club on Roadside Tavern on Rural Highway 49. Oh, you so get all these details? Whole, yeah, yeah, they yeah. just had a whole... <laughs> that's all crazy. Right. They really turned uh, his whole life around. He yeah. was,
1: in a, you know, probably didn't ha- have a haircut for like three years and was killing people. And now he is a father of two kids and is par- a part-time web designer. Well, yep, good for so, you, Robert, Roberts whatever, Ramesses.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, so Ro- Rogier was placed in witness protection program under the name of Robert. Um, on February fifth of nineteen ninety nine, he was arrested for passing bad, bad checks for sixty six dollars, um, sixty six dollars to pay for a car repair. While he was in, so while he was, was in a new life. So he was a new life. <sighs> went back to writing cat, bad checks. Write bad checks, and this way he fucked up. He, he they probably he go up. like, man, give me. Give me my identity, but, like, take it back from you. So, after finding Roger's true identity, police discovered the trail of 29 bounce checks totaling more than 2000 and charged him with a felony. So...
1: That's so gross, too. Like, 29 <laughs> checks only adding up to $2,000. That, man, I mean, you were writing checks for, like... Bullshit! Yeah, But you bought like, gum? Get, yeah, you know... <laughs> Hey, uh, I want to get this Arby's meal. I'm going to write you a check. And you're like, sir, I mean, I mean, technically we're allowed to take <laughs> checks, but nobody writes checks at Arby's. It's only $6.40. Right. Well, I'm going to write you a check, okay?
2: So um, he's so like, he under got...
1: the name Robert Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed when, when he wrote, <laughs> yeah, 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 my name's Robert Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm yeah. writing the check? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so he got caught for that. And then since he got caught for that, his whole. True identity came back. His whole Robert uh-huh. year came. It came back into play.
1: Yeah, they snatched that shit off his neck real yeah. quick. Like, so, um, give me my damn identity back.
2: He was convicted. He was convicted and under the third strike law.
1: Ooh, so a life. Yeah, so you know? he
2: ended up getting twenty five years to life on mm. a ten million dollar bail
1: for two thousand dollars.
2: Like, you got a new life. <laughs> you got. You, got it, got you a
1: literally new life. got a second chance at life. <laughs> you literally got like, a second chance at life, and now you're in jail forever because you wrote. Bad checks.
2: I want to I know if that third when strike they, law was
1: a son of when a they, bitch. When,
2: though. They, when you get in protective custody, do you get a. If they, you they don't give you a job. They give no. You no. But it's they just. Give you that's money, just but if they you, give you some money? No. They, he's a murderer. <laughs> they
1: they gave him freedom. That's it. I they, guess that's it. You're on your own, but if anybody was to look up your name, you have two kids and a job, but you don't actually have those things. That's so figure it out. Go but, get a
2: job. You got a whole new start life. at life and you want to life. go back to your old ways.
1: Hashtag, if it ain't broke Don't fix it So The um, checks was working He got what he wanted Until it came back on him You know In a negative way
2: So Soon after Um s- s- Um They disclosed A phone call A phone conversation With an attorney From Yahweh So Ooh, this is his Got the
1: t- phones yeah. tapped
2: No No well, Wait, what? This is from Whoever was representing Yahweh When this whole thing When he snitched on him And everything mm-hmm. So This is the person That's representing him so The um said contends Roger is under the death Okay so When After he got caught With these bad checks mm-hmm. Word got out that Then they found His no other new identity out I'm guessing Yahweh Found out who I'm sure I don't know if he snitched on him before or if, if he found out Who snitched on him before But Now he knows Now he knows Who snitched on him Yeah So he was talking to Whoever represents Yahweh So, then he says the so now it's a death threat Out for him Yeah it's a death threat Out for him because, so they said, it says, followers who condemn him as Judas, their number one enemy, who betrayed their leader to the U.S. government. So, they're out for him now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they said that he had five or six phone call conversations with a Texas attorney, um, who was Wendy Rush, who appear, who appears on Yahweh's Nation video videotape calling Roger a, path, a pathological liar. Said so he accepts Rush's offer to provide him with the transcripts of Roger's Florida Testimony, but notified that the court, when the lawyer said that Yahweh representative might want to visit the trial, uh-huh. So, who I was representing Yahweh was going to be at the trial when they was trialing, when he was going through the trial for, for the checks? For the checks, so
1: hold up. I'm not, even, I'm go ahead. What, go ahead. Is she about to kill this man? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. That would have been crazy. She just she made it through with like a a plastic gun that gets through the metal detectors and just that shoots him crazy at, on shit. the stand. Oh That'd man, be, that so, got me really excited. <laughs> okay.
2: So he says, Roger says, "Oh my goodness, there's a huge contract out on my life." Reacting to Colt close contact with the prosecution, so he found out that Yahweh knows that. He snitched, snitched on him. Mm-hmm. Also that, you know what I'm saying, his, his name is backed out there. He's like, okay, well, this dude's still alive. I know. I'm going to go out and get him. Mm-hmm. So after a spirited, emotional field hearing. Oh, wait, it, so
1: she probably was in there to find out like what prison he was getting sent to or like right. something like that. Well, he
2: had, if he had like 300 plus followers all over the place, it was some, I mean, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't get into what happened after, after Right. but I'm still sure maybe I he's bet he's dead.
1: I would bet I money know. that he's I don't
2: know. dead. I didn't say. So, yeah, so he knows that. The, so Yahweh knows about him now. Mm-hmm. So it says an El Dorado court judge sentenced the former Miami court executioner and protest and protected federal witness to 25 years to life in a state prison. Concluding, um, this is one of the one of the strangest bounce checks cases ever. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's fucking crazy. But
1: he got a whole new life, friend. Right? Everything, new name, fake kids. Yeah, and he but, two thousand dollars worth of bad checks yeah, and, and you got life in it says, jail. Yeah, it
2: says Roger says that the only danger he presents to society is the eagerness of his enemies to kill him. And he said this country he's this country, he said, has no idea of the Pandora's box stay open. So he's trying to blame the judge or whatever. For I feel like he's trying to blame them for. Now. Oh, that's what he
1: said about opening the. Yeah, Pandora's now
2: because now that Yahweh, now that they know I'm people, alive, they want to kill him. So they're like, "Man, this is your fault because y'all brought my name." And no, we gave you a whole new start. Yeah, we helped and you. You should be in jail. You were involved in murders. Right? Well, it's our fault. Don't write bad checks. <laughs> Don't write bad checks. And this is and your to fault. say
1: like these people are so relentless. Who knows how many people they'll kill to get to me?
2: But this is a fucking shitty cult. For, like this they is forgot. Cult. Com- they forgot about this man. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm just thinking Yahweh didn't know.
1: Man, I don't know about that. They sent a spy to his court here. True. But, that lady wasn't there just to... <laughs> she was there taking notes. Like, yeah, he is at Dade County Prison, cell 34. His
2: real name, his real name is Robert. He was like, oh, shit.
1: He's like, okay, cool. I got some Yahweh, Yahweh knights or whatever his people are. I'm going to have them stab him while he's in prison. I, I bet money that's why that lady was there, like, find out what prison he got sent to so that they could get to him in jail.
2: Yeah, so... That's pretty much it. It's just, to me, the reason why I did this story is because this guy had a second chance and fucked it up. Like, bro, you killed you kill people and got away with it because you snitched. Ten years. You got away, you got away with it. Like, it's no Ten other way years. around you got away with it. And you went on just couldn't resist writing bad checks. I don't know what the fuck he was getting these checks. Oh, he had it. <laughs> for what he was writing. So he already knew the account was closed, obviously. Uh-huh. If he's writing these bad checks, but... He was doing this shit for years. Like,
1: I like the idea of like him when you now you bring it up with him being like,
2: "Well, I didn't know."
1: That's like <laughs> the best excuse.
2: <laughs> I didn't know they
1: were bad checks.
2: I thought I had How money in my account. I thought I had money. With, yeah, no. I thought you wrote a check for sixty six bucks to on, repair God. your car, bro.
1: You you used your money to buy you used your money to buy toys from KB Toys. Come on, man, <laughs> that's just whack. Like he bought a bunch of whack shit. You got Subway cookies with a check
2: go hard go try to buy a fucking Rolls Royce or something go do yeah. it. if you wanna do that I feel like you should go see if you, you told you if you
1: told him this he'd probably hit you with the scammer talk like see that's the trick though you, that, that's, that's how you that's that's get caught. caught you gotta buy little stuff nah,
2: you gonna get caught regardless <laughs> you writing bad checks they are gonna, gonna eventually catch on to you writing these bad checks and Then I guess he thought he won't get caught cause he's writing bad checks for little shit for little bullshit that's dude. what I mean yeah be like,
1: I people Just be like well he regardless. can have it he bought a six pack of cream soda with a check you know what Full shame on me
2: not only that He was an NFL player. He was a gifted, I guess he was like Lyman, I don't know. Gifted NFL player. That's the thing
1: though, man, though. People aren't always as talented as, you know, like he did a couple seasons. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the longevity of most, like everybody's not J.J. Watt. Like most football players is like, you they last like one season two seasons and then they're fighting to try to make it on another roster so if you're not a like a transcendent you know game-changing player you're a guy that's fighting to get on a roster every year like your job is not guaranteed and you know the nfl the contract's aren't guaranteed mm-hmm. so you know maybe he got paid a mil- and it was what in the 80s yeah. maybe he got paid like eight hundred thousand dollars one year five hundred thousand dollars another year but then you know this dude clearly loves to live life you know he he even when he didn't have money, he wanted to have money. So he clearly isn't good with finances. So he probably blew through that money real quick, probably bought a house or something crazy Yeah, well, stupid. he was in
2: the NFL twice. He went to the NFL, then went to the CFL. The
1: CFL, man, that's that's not real. You you get...
2: No, but I'm saying he was in the NFL twice. He played for the St. Louis Rams, and then played for the Oakland Raiders.
1: Yeah, but he probably got like, you know, six months. Of con- you know, he, he didn't get like, here's $10 no, million.
2: I know, but I'm saying, you're saying that you know people don't, if you're not a game changer, you're not making no money. But I'm saying that, once he went to the Oakland Raiders, it was like they said his 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 will to win disappeared. So he probably was not working hard. He probably wasn't dealing with none of that. Yeah, well, but you know it is what it is. He fucked up. He yeah. probably got his ass by now. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't I, know. I would
1: to... I would bet money that he is dead. I would I would literally bet money. I bet that somebody got him while he was in jail.
2: But Yahweh is a cool name.
1: Yahweh does it mean something?
0: Yeah, I think it's
1: mean? like Jewish for God. Oh. That our friend or you know whatever, he was in a he was in a a religion where he was saying like, you know, black people are the real Jewish people and they believe in Yahweh. That's that. Now this guy Yahweh. was this guy was calling himself Yahweh. Yahweh. But that doesn't God on earth. Is that what it means? Yeah, so. so I mean, that's what they believe in. This guy was calling himself that. I don't really know. I don't really care about it at all what it means or <laughs> who it is or what's who's in it. It's all cult gibberish to
2: God damn it But he said that guy Was very persuasive He's very persuasive. Uh, yeah, yeah He's a cult course, leader you know, That's that's that's,
1: that's, that's the trope You gotta be You gotta be persuasive To be a cult leader You gotta be um, So that was Robert Rogier, guys I like that story You know but, it's got
2: cult elements In it so I like it um, Yeah but your story Got me in a pretty bad mood You know just, Well I'm sorry man I didn't mean for know, it to, It was good uh, yeah. though I like I that one. You know I'm sure I haven't heard of it I know a lot of people Haven't heard of that What was his name again Vince what was it? Vincent Brothers Vincent Brothers
1: Yes um, yeah, man. Well, you know, we do. That's what we do here. But um, one thing I'm gonna say before we go is uh, everybody, the moment has arrived. Uh, Black Panther this weekend. It is, it, you know. Um, go out.
2: Are you gonna see? It? I'm sure you're gonna see. It, but when are you gonna go see it? I mean, I'm that's what I meant to ask. I'm go yeah, I'm
1: gonna go. See. Yeah, I think I might check it out. <laughs> you know, I'm, I bought, I reserved my tickets on Saturday. Let me see th- people in my seats that I bought. I will go get the manager. Yes, okay. I will go get the manager. I'm not gonna argue with you or anything like that. I will go full blown middle aged white women on you, and you will be out of there. The I'm movie, not gonna cause did, a scene. The,
2: movies, the moving seats. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I got IMAX. Oh, it's a big, big, the big screen with oh. the big sound. I'm trying to get um, moving seats. Do um, I I think that would make me nauseous, but I, I don't really, I don't like interactive experiences like that. Like actually, actually, at the aquarium here, you go and they show a movie, and while you're watching it, they like spray water. All spray water and shit. That I hate that. <laughs> It it makes me I don't like it at it's all. Like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know what's in that water. <laughs> it's Like bubbles funny. come and shit and, and bubbles in your face. I don't like interactive experiences. I don't want to be moving yeah. around. I like to I eat do. my food and and just watch the movie and let the movie do the interactive. You
2: know what? I was talking to my grandma the other day. Mm-hmm. You have know a grandma before, so I was on the phone with her. She's like, "So are you going to see the uh, Black Panther movie?" I'm like, "It's
1: a phenomenon, I'm like, bro." I'm like,
2: "Yeah, I'm gonna see it." She's like, "Do you know it's about Black Panther, not the Black Panthers?" I was like. <laughs>
1: That's such, a, like,
2: that's such like, a grandparent. I was like, yeah. I was like, Do you know what the Black Panthers are? I'm like, oh. Uh, I'm like, I know what they are, and what yes, they represent, what happened. And then she's like, you know. They when... should make a movie about that. Yeah, when, you know what year. I'm like, oh. So <laughs> now I was like, I've been on the phone with her for like a half an hour. now. I feel like, I feel like you should only talk to your grandparents at least for like 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like. So, mm-hmm. so she asked me all these questions, like the pop quiz. And then it's like, I got Sophie here. And I was like, I need to find a way to get off the phone. So I tried to like, Sophie was being, she's being bad. So I like popped on the head to get her like to cry so I can. Excuse just, me? Just, some, just something to her be like, I don't, you know. So my grandma be like, oh, okay, I hear in the background, you got to go. So uh, I'm so, going to,
1: look, man, I'm going to cut that out. No, but listen, listen, <laughs>
2: listen. But I was just trying to get off the phone because my, nah, my grandma was asking me about the Black Panther. Um, I just didn't want to talk about it. All right. We're not talking about the superhero here. We're not. Yeah,
1: you're talking about the yeah, Black so, Panther movement. That's yeah, not so, about the movie at all. She's giving you a history lesson. history
2: mm-hmm. lesson. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. So, you know, I tried to find something to get off the phone. Okay. And that was my first, my first idea. So, but right, Sophie's too. So that doesn't work anymore. So she thinks, she thinks I'm joking with her. Uh huh. So, you know, she's like, she's laughing and she's like, she does the thing where she's like, bye, dad, bye. And then she runs off. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, fuck, well, I don't all have my, no options. I got to
1: go get her. She's about to run down the steps. She says something like I that. I should
2: have, but I was like, I don't have no other options. Now. Yeah, that's a
1: very grandparent thing to be like. I was like, when are they gonna make a oh. movie about the real Black Panther party? And, and then it was Kiwi like, Huey Newton.
2: Don't you know? Don't buy tickets online because people are buying tickets. People are selling fake tickets, so don't buy them. Go to the box or don't get them my, off the street. I'm like, who gets movie tickets off
1: the streets? <laughs> I bought my what? tickets on Fandango. What is this? <laughs> don't buy tickets from scalpers. It's not a play. It's a movie.
2: It's not a baseball hey, uh, game. Hey man, you know
1: I got them tickets. Got them tickets outside of the movie. <laughs> hey man, got them. T- hey man, you gonna go see Black Panther? I got three tickets right here. Like, I can go get tickets inside. Why would I selling... Why would I buy tickets from you? The movie theater is right
2: here. I could just I can buy get tickets. tickets on my phone that have them reserved, and <laughs> so I don't have to in I don't
1: know what seats you got. What if you got one seat in row D, a seat in row E? I'm here with my girlfriend. I was
2: like, oh, this. Is I was like, who's buying tickets? <laughs> don't buy tickets from scalpers. <laughs> what? I was like, I don't think grandma.
1: I don't think people <laughs> scout movie tickets. I've <laughs> never <laughs> heard of that ever in my life. Like
2: grandma, it is big. So. i gotta go i
1: gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. go damn i just not even an excuse i gotta go Ah, uh, yeah i gotta go grandma the
2: street lost me. yeah was a, i gotta, <laughs> I gotta
1: go. go grandma i gotta go man it's been nice talking oh, to you though man, have a nice so funny, no but it is big it is a phenomenon it is huge it is breaking records everywhere and i'm very excited but one thing i will leave everybody with is and i don't mean to be that guy but people have shot at movie theaters before and this is a big movie and black people are really excited about something. That's
2: what they want—the crowd.
1: And you know, so and we're black. Yeah, so black. They're getting sick of us, you know, talking about going to the movies with African garb on, and you know, Captain America could never, and all this type of stuff. They're getting real, you know, it's people that 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 really rouse up and are, and you know, it might be like you know, sh- I got something for you, and that's that's sad. That's, the, to world to, that's the world we live in. just talking that's the world we live in. That I have sad to. I feel like I, I want to just let people know that that's a possibility. So just be be aware.
2: I shouldn't have to be afraid to come out of my house to do something for my family or something like that. You shouldn't have to. Be. For that to there shouldn't be- have to be m-
1: military uh, level people at the movie that's theaters crazy. buy your popcorn, you know, in case something happens. But you know, and that's, that's unbelievable, man. You know, when you when you put it in the context of school, it's it's one thing. But when you go, okay, well, there should be guns everywhere. So everywhere we go, there should be people like standing around with guns. That sounds like Nazi Germany to me. And that's not a world I want. I don't want to be like when I go to the movies there's a guy with a gun there like pr- to protect me you know or like also, everybody has a gun to pr- it's like just don't do it but i, and I don't want to get deep that's into the, that r- that's the world i want to live in and that's not the world that right. we do. i
2: don't want to get deep into so. that but it's like also what the possibility is that the person they get to do this security job could be the the wrong person
1: yeah might buckle under pressure <laughs> when it like, really comes down to it. Am I going to? Not even
2: that. Not even that buckle. On. I mean, like, this might he be, the could wrong be the person. Per- he
1: could be the person. Or she. Just, like, Equality. That's but yeah, crazy. they could be the person. Yeah, it's like you don't know that's anybody's scary. mental health or what they feel or what day is the wrong day to test them. But again, we're not, you know, we went we went into it pretty heavy on the first thing, so I'm not going to go too deep always into be it. Able but to I, look out. I I mean that from the bottom of my heart to anybody that's listening to this go see Black Panther, go have a great time. Put your dashikis on. Whatever. If you're white, don't, you know, put a dashikis on. You know, if, you're, if you have African roots in your blood, rock your shit proudly. You know, this is all that. Anybody who saw some twi- one tweet get blown up about, like, this is the movie for us. White people don't care. Black people don't care. That's not real. Just like when you see one white person tweet some racist shit. I don't go all white people feel that way. So, black people aren't like white people don't come to the movies this weekend oh it's a movie come have a good time there's probably gonna be some people like that's my that's my man yeah you know it's a it's experience (laughs) i'm i'm letting people know right now for people who go i would even recommend going to go see this in a black theater like in a in a black part of town in a movie theater that you don't typically go to because it's gonna be an experience it's gonna be the energy's gonna be great. People are gonna be having a good time. I want. Every, I think it's gonna be such a fun weekend for everybody to see this movie and experience this movie and experience positivity and seeing a black person who's not a drug dealer or dies at the end or whatever. Seeing people just be great characters in a in a black movie. I, I've never seen anything like this. But yeah. But the,
2: before, but before you end this, I um, to uh-huh. cut you off before you end this. I wanted everybody to be. What is it? A B O L A B O L. That's and what trust, I, was just, your, I was just getting yeah, to. Yeah, and trust your gut feeling. If, if, you, if yeah. I don't, but the thing I don't, I don't want to keep going. But I just don't want people to be like, "Oh shit, I gotta always be like, yeah, always be the lookout." But if it's, but six, I don't want if you it's to...
1: sixty degrees where you are and a guy comes into the into the theater with a trench coat on, just be aware. Yeah. You know, like people. I know that it's great stuff happening on the screen, but just be conscious of your surroundings. Don't get mm-hmm. so lost in the screen that you don't recognize that a guy just stood up and is now standing in front of the screen or something weird, we you know gotta, what
2: I mean? Gotta,
1: I feel I crazy. feel bad that I, <laughs> I feel, I, I would want, I want nothing more to ju- than to just say, yeah, y'all go see Black Panther this weekend. I got my tickets. Y'all mm. have a good weekend. Go have a good time. I'll see y'all next week and we'll talk about how great the movie was. But you, 17 kids got shot yesterday, you know? So I feel like I need to say something to anybody who's listening to this right now before you go to see this movie because it is a movie that is I wouldn't say it's drawing a racial divide but black people are really excited you right. know it's it's just this kind of representation hasn't happened before so people are getting a little amped up you know what I mean it's like when you get that when you get that first day of school outfit and you know you laying it out before you before school you go, you can't sleep because you're mm-hmm. just so excited to put your outfit on and right. you go to school and everybody see you and you making sure you get up to sharpen your pencil extra <laughs> so people can see your shoes you with how I shit, match man. the shirt yeah. how the intricacies yeah. of the blue stripe matches I got one blue stripe on yeah. my t-shirt. That's the energy that Black people are feeling right now. It's like, oh my God, like people that look like me are on the screen in there. Yeah. It's positive and it's great, and everybody wants to see it. Like, I don't know the last time, like when Tyler Perry movies come out, everybody doesn't want to see a Tyler Perry movie. but this is a movie with an all Black cast, a predominantly Black cast, and everybody wants to see it. It's the biggest movie in town in whatever town you're in. I, I don't know a, I don't know another time that that's happened. I don't know. I think that there was a movie that came out about the Tuskegee Tuskegee Airmen that came out like ten years ago and it had this big budget and all this kind of stuff. But it sucked. It wasn't good. Mm-hmm. This movie, I'm hearing is great. Like it's gonna live up to expectations. It's the biggest movie in town and it's as good as people say it is. And some people don't like that. That's just the reality of the situation Some people are like, shut up. But then it's like you also know, if we it,
2: if we if we do God forbid, but if we do hear something, it's like,
1: well I'm I wouldn't surprised. be surprised. I'm not surprised. I not. wouldn't be surprised. And that's why I wanna say something. Ahead of just to let people know, like be aware, always be on the lookout, especially in this case. But in every case, whether it's this or you're walking down the street and you see, you know, a small Filipino man, don't think that that person isn't a threat to you because of stigmas that you have about whatever. Just be aware of your surroundings, and 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 be prepared to act accordingly. So you know, again, like I said, Black Panther this weekend, or don't go see Black Panther. Whatever you want to do, I don't care but go enjoy your weekend and if you're in a in a situation that's you know a crowded space or a public space you know try to keep an eye out just because these are the time this is the America we live in now i don't think anything's going to be done so you it's up to you to protect your life and be aware of surroundings i'm not saying profile people i'm not saying if you think a guy's doing something fidgety go tackle him and cuz he might just be reaching for you know his wallet but i'm saying it's okay to it's okay to watch somebody out of this corner of your eye and I I'm not offended at it. if if I walk up behind you at the ATM at eight o'clock at night, you should turn around and and, and keep make sure I'm not gonna whether I'm black white what it doesn't matter protect yourself yeah and in this situation go have fun and all that kind of stuff but just be aware of your surroundings and um I think we're done rambling on and next episode hopefully we won't be coming and talking about you know harsh realities of the world and we can kind of just live in our bubble and tell our crazy stories and mourn for these people. Who are in these stories and aren't you know on the news and mm-hmm. just freshly happen and, and senseless violence that can't you know like mass shootings? I don't want to. I don't want that to. be. This isn't our platform. We right. don't. But I, I just felt like we had to. Right. But we're done rambling.
2: Is, is next week, serial.
1: Yeah. Okay. Most likely, okay. yeah, or both. Because I didn't know if
2: I do not know if people already knew what we were going to watch. Because you know some people want. Oh, very watch true.
1: Oh, very that. true. I'm sorry. Yeah, we've rambled on. I got a couple of points I want to make, and then we're gonna go. For one, I want to give. Uh, I want to make it be known That we are watching 7 Okay Um, And you know Get your cereals ready We're going to do We're going to record that Probably next week So we're going to be watching 7 And we're going to go And neither one of us Have seen it So I'm excited to break that down And, and I heard You know I know this I know the story But you know I, I haven't seen it before So I'm excited to do that Also I want to give a shout out To Lucy Thompson Who lives in London And listens to our show She uh had some critiques About the sound mm-hmm. So I cranked the sound up Pretty good on this episode And you know, what what, what what I was doing when I would do it is I would I would put the sound at a level that sounds good mm-hmm. if it's not even where if if you're blasting it. Mm-hmm. But what, I, what I'm doing this week is I'm having it turned all the way up and having it where it's loud turned all the way up. So that way it's real. It should be really loud. And then you can turn it down lower if we're too loud. Right. So, you know, if anybody has any critiques about the sound, please let us know if it worked this week or if you don't feel that it's too low. If you feel like it's too loud, we are like I said, we're trying to get better, man. We um, somebody on Twitter said something about giving us donations on Patreon. It's like I don't feel comfortable ask. I don't. I'm not gonna feel comfortable asking anybody to donate money to us anytime soon because we're in our beginning stages. Mm-hmm. Now, are we five star rookie recruits? A thousand percent. You know what I mean? I on one of these days, I'm expect. I'm expecting the Brinks truck to pull up, and, and, and you know, and us to get sponsorships. And all. One day, I hope that that happens. But right now, we're just we're just prospects. Yeah, we're rookie prospects with a lot of potential, and we're just trying to get better. So I would never ask anybody for money for for us to be in practice stage. I'm
2: waiting for, wait for these sponsors. Yeah, you know but, what I mean. Yeah, General I don't mills, need your six dollar
1: mills. Yeah, don't we don't need try. that. We're good. Don't even try. Yeah, we're General good, mills. bro. We're good, bro. You can keep your sponsorship, General Mills. But post, holler at me though. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we're not we're not asking about anybody to give us your you know hard earned six dollars and you know Netflix costs eleven dollars. We're not anywhere near. We're not providing you entertainment level of Netflix. We're getting close. We're on Netflix's ass, but we're not there yet. And we, but when we get there, we'll, we'll send out a letter to just go, hey, if you want to give us you know three dollars, we'll take it. But right now, it's free. It, you know, enjoy it while while it's here, because you know we do plan on getting to that level where we might you know the price might go up. You know, it might be, I might, we might be like, hey, listen, we need $3 or get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never kick anybody out. I love all 45 of y'all. We're growing every day or whatever, whatever number we're at. I don't know, but we're growing every day. I love all the support that we
2: get. Um,
1: I love Especially all
2: on the, the, on a Facebook page. I see a lot of people. Post yeah, man. It it's, it's,
1: it's, it's a close, it's close knit yeah. family, man. It's like a. You know, it's it's a small group, but everybody interacts and it's cool. There's been no, like, weird issues yet. I'm loving I'm loving all of that, you know. So keep it coming. You know, our Facebook group, Affirmative Murder, come join. Talk about crazy shit. Share pictures. Just, you know, talk about whatever. It's a good time. And keep those reviews coming. Again, I don't really care about the reviews as far as what you say because I like me. I don't, you don't need to like me. I like me. But... The way iTunes is set up, you need the reviews in order to progress on the charts. So right. if you if you don't mind taking some time out of the day and leaving a, a review and you could even just don't, you know, I would prefer if you're doing it because I asked you to leave a five star. But if you feel like we're not five star worthy, don't, you know, leave that. But let us know why. Right. Yeah, exactly.
2: So I we can improve.
1: And don't just be like, because fuck y'all. Three stars. Right. Just let us cool. know what we can do to get better because that at the end of the day that's all we're trying to do is get better so let's see thank you for the reviews keep them coming um we're working on the sound to get better we aren't charging anybody any money anytime soon because we're just working on be ourselves and getting better and um go enjoy your weekend and be safe out there and always be on the lookout and um i've been alvin williams alongside with my partner and true crime franco so evans <laughs>